Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, chums, and welcome to the Triforce, the podcast. How are you guys the. doing today, Sips and Lewis? Hi, chum. Um, I'm good. I'm Hi, really good, mate. thanks. Yeah. Hi, pal. Hi. How you feeling? Pretty good, friendo. Friend, friendo. Yeah. Nice. So, Buddy. Um, you know, we talked a little bit last week about everybody loves Raymond and how nobody <laughs> actually loves Raymond or his show. Um, right. And we talked about Frasier. Yeah. I watched, so so every morning, okay, in my house, this is how it works, okay? I wake up, I take my son to school, I have mm-hmm. to walk him to school, okay? I take him, and sometimes we have to this? pick, how oh, it's like, it's like five minute walk, it's okay. like yeah. really close. Yeah. Sometimes I have to pick up his friend along the way as well. Yeah. Oh, I've imagined this, you okay, basically, his, his, no, but his friend's mom has along. three kids, and, and yeah, one yeah. of them is always sick, so we we always end up having to like pick up the friend as well on the way. Yeah. And it's so cool. your place, it's like a quarantine zone, you're going around it. You're yeah, just yeah. happy skipping, it's all sunny and like, yeah. lovely, there's happy music playing. Yeah. yeah. He's got well, his no, lunchbox in one hand. It's not really, it's stressful because kids are constantly on the brink of killing themselves. So you're, you're, you're constantly like, get on the right. sidewalk, stay on oh. the sidewalk, don't oh, get see. off the sidewalk, and like, <laughs> hold hands, everybody hold each other's hands, it will okay, be fine. So, so by the time you get to the school, you're sweating and you're yeah. like really stressed out and stuff. But okay, it's, it's, I, it's, it's all right. It's cool. You're ruining this utopian vision I have. No, yeah. <laughs> there's no skipping. Anyway, you get to school and then you have to, you have to hang their coats up on the right peg. You have to take their snack out and put it in the box. There's like a snack box with like- What's the snacks these they have to have box. their names on it because everything gets stolen at school. You have to have their name like engraved into everything you send them to school. Even with. the yeah. snacks. Oh you yeah. You have to like brand. Yeah, the, the, the snack box, literally you have to get like these stickers that are unpeelable off once they're put oh on. Oh my God. With their name like laser printed onto it so there's no smudging and stuff. Because otherwise you just lose all your shit and it's like expensive to constantly yep. replace yep, yep. Tupperware and stuff. So this happens, Okay. I do this, What's, and then I, and then I get in home. The snacks. Sorry, okay, we'll come back to snacks. All right. So, <laughs> I, just so that, you, I just want to know what kids eat these days. Well, it's all healthy. You're not allowed to give them anything unhealthy anymore. Okay. Beef when I used, when yeah, I used to go jerky. to school, we had a Pepsi machine in the school. <laughs> yeah, and you for could real. Just when buy you were a four? Pepsi. <laughs> well, not what I was for, but like, but even older school at school now, you're not allowed to bring like soda you're not allowed to bring chocolate to school or and or anything like that uh, god forbid it, anything with peanuts forget about yeah, it yeah they like allergies and stuff are a big thing now there's so, a kid in year eight who's allergic to peanuts so this school is now peanut free it's it's pretty incredible if they, i mean the, that, that's the case in my daughter's school Lewis right now is just thinking like shit why didn't they have that when i was a kid <laughs> Man, I was on a knife school. edge every day of the week, P-Flex. <laughs> yeah. You know, if it wasn't almost falling into the road or accidentally eating someone else's peanut butter sandwich, oh my God. It was you yeah. being chased down I can't by imagine. The- I can't imagine being allergic to peanuts and never 
enjoying the delight that is peanut butter. Oh like my god, can you imagine anyway, that life? We'll talk about peanut butter later because I All actually right, let have him finish some, his friggin' sorry. story. Yeah, yeah. So, so. And then I get home, okay, after all this is done, I get home, and then I have to look after the baby for about an hour, okay, while my wife gets ready and stuff. She, like, she takes the baby to, uh-huh. like, these, you know, play groups and to visit other mums and babies and stuff like and, that. And but she yeah. takes a full hour to get ready. My wife is the same. She gets up at yeah. 6.30 in the morning to get ready to leave at 7.30. She takes a full hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. W- women just take a long time yeah. to get ready. Like, it doesn't matter what you say or do, they just take it's, forever. It's a strange proportion, right? The more attractive a woman is, the longer it takes for her to get ready. I know, but they, it's not like they're actually doing anything specific to beautify themselves. You know what I mean? Like, it's like it, it, it's it's not like my wife isn't like plastering herself in makeup or anything like that. Yeah, I think yeah. she just, I think she she sort of like has a wash and stuff and then. I think she just tries on clothes for yeah, no, like that's quite 50 a big minutes, bit of it, yeah. basically. I like how you're speculating on <laughs> Well, I don't know, because it's all happening <laughs> upstairs. No I'm just yeah. assuming that this is happening. Because, like, like, how long realistically does it take to clean yourself? Not that someone, long. Someone should have done a study on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, like, so this Someone should this have happens. figured out what women are doing up there all that time. Yeah. and, and no so one ever has. No man has ever investigated yeah, into we've this. we've never looked into it. So I look after the baby while this is happening and it's cool. I, I play with her a bit and stuff. And it just so happens around this time, Everybody Loves Raymond is ending. Okay. The double bill. And then the double bill of Frasier starts. Okay. Yeah, so it starts, and this is, is a great time of the day when the, when the double bill of Frasier starts. So yesterday it was amazing. Okay. The first episode of Frasier was the last episode ever episode of Frasier and it was like and it was one of those ones where it was like you know they did the instead of showing the actual footage from like back in 1991 when the show started they 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 like they gummed it up a bit to make it fit more with the story like as it turned out so like they they put them in costume and stuff to make it look like it was from the early days but it wasn't really from the early days it was really clever and stuff and it was good uh, and then, you know, the episode ends. Everybody's like Niles and Daphne had a baby. Yeah. Um, Marty gets married to Ronnie and um, and and the baby's delivered at, at that vet by the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. guy who has sex with a pie, an American pie. Yeah. And um, and then Frazier gets this like amazing job and goes to San Francisco and, and he's sitting on a plane talking to a woman and recounting all the events leading up to him doing this. And that was yeah. the last episode. So. So it ends, right? And then it's meant to be a double bill with Frasier. So I was like, oh, shit. Maybe there's not going to be a double bill today. And then fucking Channel 4 swoop in. They show the first ever fucking episode of Frasier. When his dad, Yeah. When his dad is moving into the apartment and they're having... So like now they're just showing the first series, double bills every day. And I'm like... I'm I'm fucking done. I'm I, like, I don't know what it is about I'm that show. I'm fully erect but, all the time. But you, I watched you, you it. caught it on a cycle. Yeah. I watched yeah. the whole thing, just like just like you do. And every morning it was like a certain time of day. And then once I finished, I'd take the baby to play group. That's what I'd do. Yeah. So it was like we we do we take the youngest to we take the eldest to school, come back, same shit, double bill of Fraser Channel Four in the morning, and then boom, on with my day. But I, that was it. Fucking. We watched that. Both it my is, kids have watched the entirety, the the entire run of Frasier at, at different it's, points. It's so fucking good. So, and the the one that was on today was the one where they they're they're planning to take the dad to um like this really fancy restaurant. They get a reservation yeah, off yeah. the back of Frasier's like street cred and stuff. And but then the the reservation's canceled. 
So the dad's like, well, let's go to the fucking windmill or whatever, which is like this <laughs> shitty steakhouse. And and, and <laughs> Niles is like super particular about what kind of steak he wants to have. And they're all fucking snobby and stuff. It, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the fucking best show. Bar none, yeah, yeah. it is amazing. It's great. Like, it's great. I'd almost say like it's not as funny as Seinfeld. It's it's different, but it's so fucking well written. It's crazy. It's brilliant. I, I yeah, honestly think it that is it, really it, it, good. Should be, it should be up there with, with Seinfeld because the characters are so good. And the, the 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 interplay between the the two uh, the two brothers and their father is just perfect. The yeah. only thing I liked is that when they changed Daphne from just being like this oddball psychic to actually being a character, I felt like she was a really tacked on character. Um, yeah. In the early series, it was just kind of a bit silly, and then I think subsequently they made her a, a proper character, and she was really good. But uh, it, it took, feels, a, it took it, a little while for them to find it, her. I, I, get, I know what you mean about being tacked on because I think I think the the sort of the, the character that's meant to provide that, like you know, Fraser and Niles are super fucking high class snobs, yeah, yeah. and then the character that's meant to bring them down a peg or two is the dad, right? Yeah. The dad is just like this blue collar fucking guy that's been shot in the hip, and yeah. you know, just likes to drink beer and eat like. You know, fucking has to have his special chair and all the rest of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But then, yeah, Daphne just come kind of comes in and she fills that role as well sometimes because she's like kind of fucking behind the times and yeah, and whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like she's mean. just the character that they have to occasionally deliver a little punchline or to to end a scene with some weird comment that you can't really continue from. Like when she talks about her psychic stuff, and she's also kind of she's kind of the butt of a lot of jokes in the early series where they sort of roll in their eyes about what a nut she is. But yeah, then, uh, but and she's also there purely to be like what was one of the funniest parts of the show was Niall's interest in her, which was which is so brilliantly done. Fuck, and it, it starts so early. I don't remember yeah. it starting so early, but he's like obsessed with her, like from the get go. <laughs> you know, like like all of these early episodes, he's like, yeah. "Oh, I brought Dad some Devonshire clotted cream," and then Fraser's like, "Oh, for Dad, right?" And he's like, he's like totally pervin on Daphne. Like she bends <laughs> over, and he's like blushing and stuff. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious, man. It's so good. I think Such the, a good the, show. One of the things I like about it is that at times it feels more like a sort of British farce than an american sitcom like there's a lot yeah. of elements of farce to it where there's there are some episodes where there are literally people hiding in closets and like running from one room to the next just in time as so-and-so enters and yeah, yeah we can't yeah, let yeah. lady davenport see me like this and it, it, it is really like that and i think that's yeah. funny because they kind of modernized it but it, it is kind of farcical i like yeah. that show so if you haven't if you haven't watched all of frazier even right up to the end it's fucking good man it's really good it's my, it's, my, it's really one well of done. my mates hates that show Really? Absolutely hates it. Like it, it's one of the things that he hates more than anything else is Fraser. Did you guys he, gang he up on him and wedge you? Filth. He said that really? is filth. Yeah, he just as in he just despises it. And I'm like, how can you hate Fraser? He just doesn't get it. It's a shame. But bear in That's mind crazy. that this is this is my mate. He's a, he's a lovely guy. But to to get ready for work every day, he watches the last ten minutes of Rocky. Like just the last ten minutes. <laughs> what to like pump himself just to up? Pump himself Fuck! Up, I thought you were ready. gonna say he watches Hollyoaks. Like, just, <laughs> no, just the last. 10 I missed minutes it last Rocky. night. I'm gonna watch it before work. <laughs> so sorry for before work. What does he do as a job? What, I mean, uh, why does he need to be psyched up in, so much? I think for he works in financial he's services. He's a meat tenderizer. 
<laughs> he's, yeah, he's a boxer. He's a boxer. <laughs> Boxes the meat. <laughs> no, he, he works in uh, like financial services or insurances or some shit like that. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. He gets well. I could understand if he worked on like in the stock exchange or something, you no, know, no, like he, yelling and yeah. fighting and stuff. But he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to g himself up, but he does. Okay, it's like a ritual. It's good to have these sort of uh, routines in your life, you know. Are you uh, sure? Yeah. I don't know yeah. about watching Rocky. I don't know if that's a routine I need in my life. Like it com- it's I've comforting. got a lot of things to get pumped up for as well, but that's overkill. That's to me. That's too much. Like one of the things you should do is cultivate good habits like good routines good good things that are good every morning kind yeah. of thing you know do you like, think um, do you think it's do you think masturbation is something I that was you just could get say, into a good routine with mm. i was that was on the tip of my tongue was right. is that okay as a, a daily your, habit as a, sometimes more else. than once a daily habit is tip that acceptable yeah I, well i don't know because some days like definitely warrant it but like in a routine i don't know if you'd want to be doing it like I think you. I think maybe you might have like a bit of a problem if you're routinely doing really? it four or five times a day. Yeah, four or five too many. <laughs> well, I for a like married one, man, I think, feel like once a day is fine. Yeah, once a day is fine. Any more than that, and geez, you're gonna wear it out. Yeah, I, I think that's possible. I think right. you could. Yeah, it's it's fine. You know, if uh, it's uh, <laughs> what's fine, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Oh God, just the whole the whole. Flex just sitting at home all day. Hey, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the only man in this house. There's no one around, no kids, so no one. What, what a feeling. What a watch feeling. a bit of Frasier. What's some Frasier? Watch the last 10 minutes of Rocky to, to, to <laughs> G yourself that, up for a big old that, You get session. that little tingly feeling where you're like, hang on a sec, I'm alone in this house. Yeah. And then you lock all the doors and just strip down naked and watch Hollywood. I don't Hollywood. lock anything. I might no, pull the just, curtains, I guess. That would be about it. Yeah. yeah do you, keep, have, do you have a window cleaner? You take the phone off the hook, but nowadays you've got to. I mean, it, you know, it does the thing. In the olden days, if you didn't want to be interrupted, you just lifted up the phone and left it off. That's it. Yeah. Nowadays, you've got so many different ways of being contacted. I, I don't know how people find time for privacy at all anymore. No. Does this podcast overlap with any of your banking routines, PFLAX? Have you got the phone off the hook right now? <laughs> that could be you. our analogy for uh, having a wank. He's, uh, you know, got the I phone off the hook. I can't get through to him. What's he doing in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I mean, it is a thing that happens, whether yeah. people like to admit it or not. Oh, whether it's in a routine or like, I don't think I'd ever be in a routine with it. I think I would just be the kind of guy who's like, you know what? The feeling, it's taken me. I'm ready to go. You, you need to be inspired like a great, like a great writer or an artist. You're telling That's me you, you need inspiration. Yeah, I'm not feeling it today. I'm just yeah, not inspired. I'm not in, I'm not, I'm not in wanker's the, I'm, block today. I don't think <laughs> wanker's block. I can't think of anything sexy. <laughs> Everything I'm thinking about is so logical. It's not doing it for me at I've all. I've been having trouble sleeping lately. I don't know if you guys get this sometimes. If you've been playing a lot of video games, um, especially ones that are quite detailed and involve a lot of focus, is that's all your brain thinks about when you go to sleep. Like I used to get this with Tetris. I'd go to sleep and I'd see the little Tetris shapes, which is quite a common thing apparently. So what happens is I go to sleep and all I can see is tiny little troops on a battlefield or Counter-Strike stuff. It's kind of awkward. It's a, it's a common thing. So dreaming is the brain's way of This isn't shutting. dreaming. 
This I'm wide awake. I've got my eyes closed, and all I can see in front of my eyes is Counter Strike or or Dota. Yeah, or, your brain is just like in over. You know off. why? It's it. They say that you should have an hour between yeah. playing video games and going to sleep, where you just read or you know, like even watching TV is not the best, but like reading, reading a book or something. Reading's that, good. Something that doesn't involve so like a screen with light. Yeah. With bright lights like behind it, like backlit or whatever, because your brain needs like some time to unwind a bit before that's you That's a good sleep. routine to get into actually, Sip, you're yeah. talking about that. It's a very healthy one to get into the routine of, of um, you know, going to bed um, sort of half an hour, an hour early and just doing a bit of reading. Yeah, uh, it's a very magazine good for you. or something. It's very good for your imagination and your your brain health. Did you yeah. know yeah. did you know they used to Playboy sleep? have really good articles too like <laughs> they're not the the disgusting ones where it's like I took his rock hard red jackhammer and placed it delicately. <laughs> it's nothing like that. It's like mm. you know they're really good like really you know slamming stuff about issues yeah. and sports did and you, stuff. Did you guys know they they used to people used to sleep twice? in the evening they'd have first sleep where they'd go to because if you think about it it was dark like this is it gets dark around you know six or seven or whatever and you've got candles instead of artificial light there's there's not much you can do in the dark so people will go to sleep quite early then they'd wake up in the middle of the night maybe they'd pray have a little snack maybe they'd have sex and then they go back to sleep for second sleep and wake what up about dawn. siestas though that's still like a done thing isn't it in like yeah, hot countries that's they though, go inside it? and close all the blinds cool down the room and just have a sleep because it's too hot to be it's outside way too hot to be outside in those countries yeah. in the middle of the day i mean nobody does anything like no all the locals no one goes out they just no, fucking all stay the stores indoors. close and stuff yeah i wish we did that over here like uh, but any excuse, really, just to have like a a, a little mm -hmm. cheeky nap sort of thing. But like, I think if people could get together and get behind that idea, we'd have to call it something different because siestas clearly like, you know. What do you want to call it? I don't know. Sleepy time. <laughs> just something familiar. Yeah. I mean, the kids are doing sleep. it anyway, right? Do kids kids still do that at school? Like, no, they, they, they don't. Have a nap? You know, it's they crazy. Don't. They don't know. Like, my son's not even five yet, and he's already learning to read and shit. And, like, yeah, it's crazy. It's, hard, it's full on. They do it's, have, they a, at my daughter's school, a quiet area. And if you are really tired, you can go and have a sleep. And yeah. she sometimes does. But they have She this, never does that at home, but only at school. They have a whole system now for, like, abuse monitoring. So, like, if a, if a child does something that's like a little bit sort of not even completely out of the ordinary there's they just have like a list of signs to look out for wow, to okay. like almost like open an investigation into a child being in a home that's not adequate or or abuse or whatever lot, i guess they said there are lots of telltales like being tired yeah, yeah. All so the time some of this shit. stuff that's like like the quiet space you know like if every day your kid is going to the quiet space that would be a big trigger for them wow. they'd be like why is this kid fucking tired all the time what's going on at home well let's do an investigation and then fucking they get the fbi involved and wow. stuff and like holy drones shit. Yeah. that's the future yeah. of, <laughs> the of drones parent the drones monitoring turning up. drones yeah pretty much uh, your son has been quoting lines from Frasier every day. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps talking about these people that he knows called Daphne and Roz. <laughs> he says they're better than his real mom. And uh, we're a bit worried about that. <laughs> Why? What's with the Mr. Hanky voice? <laughs> <laughs> it's the principal. 
Mr. Hanky, goddamn. Yeah, schools are, are, are much different to what they used to be, Lewis. They don't have a sleepy time anymore. It's all like full on learning and like homework. Like my son, get, he's four. He gets fucking homework, man. Like it's crazy. He has this book that he has to read, okay? And it's like, Pam has a pot. Like that, that's what, it, like, that's one page, okay? Mm-hmm. And then the next page is, Tom has a pot. Yep. And then to throw it in so that they're not cheating and just like assuming that all they need to read is the person's name, is, it'll be like, Bob has a mop. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's just like, it's like a little curveball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's clever. Yeah. It's really clever. But like, they got to stay on their toes. And you think, you know what? If I was four and I was doing all that shit, Hell yeah, I'd be ready for sleepy time all the time. Yeah, like that, yeah. that is going to tax oh you hard. Oh my God. I'd love it if they, they don't got have in it. One, one more after their homework. And it's like, okay, children, today we're going to test you on your homework. So question one, who has a mop? <laughs> is, it, write it down. Char- don't, is it Don't, pick, don't is, copy him, Charlie. Is it Tom or is it Bob? <laughs> they all have to have three letter names. <laughs> those are easy because like the way they learn now too is they like a lot of it is they they recognize patterns so like they'll see the word the a lot and then they'll just know it you know without they call them sight words yeah yeah but now like they do a lot of phonetic stuff too so like so like um for bob they'd have to sort of sound it out to to spell it so it'd be like oh but oh but yeah, Bob. You know, like it almost sounds like you're saying it, sort of thing. So it's uh, the man, words it's they weird. choose to do that are very like they, they've a lot has gone into this shit. Like it's not just yeah. they haven't just come up with it. I remember the books when I was a kid were fucking awful, but now yeah. it's like it's it's really clever because the words that they choose for people are ones that like Biff is one of them and Chip is another one. So they're very if you can sound out the letters and get those yeah. sounds down. It all flows from there. But uh, one okay, of the, there's a dog called Floppy, which is kind of oh, weird. And nice. It's just, it's just a few things. Biff and Chip and Floppy. I mean, who the hell has these names? Nobody. Yeah. Floppy Nobody. is like kind of a tough one. I think Biff is probably the easiest. Chip is hard because it's the ch. Yeah. They're not like, they're not like, you know, on top of the they're ch They're not yet. into the, the compound yeah. phonetic so they'll, sounds. Like, when they spell out Chip, they'll be like k, h, i, p. So it doesn't sound like chip at all. You know what I mean? So like, hip But like floppy would be a pretty tough one too because longer. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's weird, man. It's just the way that it is now. We we the, it they're coming up in this generation of iPads and the, the internet and and social media and stuff like that and that their whole experience of childhood and everything's going to be like vastly different to ours. Yeah. Like- oh, so, so different. Uh, uh, it does beg the question, like what, it, you know, these kids are, you know, we've spent a lot of time planning this. Okay. Probably there's a whole, there's a whole probably like detailed line of thinking behind Biff, Chip and Floppy. Oh, yeah. floppy. Like, like <laughs> lots loads of, of time people, loads floppy. of scientists, loads of nerds All in right, the room guys. sat around. We got to think up a real humdinger this time. We Who's need got to some cover ideas? all the phonetic vowels. <laughs> what How about do we floppy? Cover them? <laughs> Great idea. Floppy's Kim. good. Put it on the big board. Floppy's Put it in. on the board. We're going to go with Floppy. Anyone got a problem with Floppy? No? Going once, going okay. twice. Floppy Sold. it is. Floppy now, which is. character is going to be called Floppy? I was thinking the mother could be called Floppy. <laughs> no, that's terrible. Let's go with the dog. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> that's not a mother's name. <laughs> 
That's an insult. Oh, God. Oh. So, um, poor old uh, Floppy getting the short end of the stick. Mrs. But Floppy. No, so, so these kids, right, These the next generation that grow up with all of these benefits, like... You know, Wikipedia, they can just look anything up anytime they want. They don't have, like, you know. Do you, do you think they're going to be, like, the next tier of super smart? No, and I'll tell you no, why. No, they're going to be dumb as hell. They're going to be emotionally crippled as well through all this. I think that I think they're going to be very fragile emotionally. And I think they're also going to be used to things being easy. And I think What that, do you mean by that? I mean, so what do you mean by those two things? I mean, first of all, I think that... Because of the nature of the internet, if you think a thing, you don't have to doubt that you're right anymore because you'll find a community of people out there that agree with you wholeheartedly and tell you how right you are and how wrong everybody else is and how, yes, this is the truth and this is the way things are. And it's affirming and it affirms things that are actually often very negative and very wrong. And I think that that's a big, the biggest problem with the internet is that it's given previously disparate groups of people who shouldn't get together the ability to get together and say, Fuck yeah, there's loads of us and we're right. And they build a community around these stupid ideas, regardless of but, what they are. So are you talking about sort of philosophical, religious, ethical kind of things as opposed to the facts? Whole, the whole, everything. It's everything. All, oh, really? It's not fact so what, you reckon anymore. That, but not. do you reckon that kids don't believe in evolution and climate change and all these other I think things? It's and... very easy for them to get fooled by right. things that are presented as facts. Because, the, I mean, look at Donald Trump. I don't want to talk about politics, but he did talk recently about how a lot of this stuff that he found out about Hillary, he got it from the internet. And he, Bill O'Reilly was on Fox News saying, did you fact check it? He was like, what do I know about facts? It's on the internet. And he was uh, like, you, you've got to check that. Like, this is Bill O'Reilly. I mean, O'Reilly you got to understand that Donald Trump is a 71-year-old man. calling into question somebody's morals. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly is saying, you've got to check that. And I'm like, Bill O'Reilly is calling someone out Yeah, but out if my gran said to me, I found it on the internet, I'd be like, okay, gran, right. well, I get it, you know. But we, yeah. I think we represent this middle ground of people who remember pre-internet and have always treated the internet with a healthy amount I, of suspicion. I don't suspicion. know, you know. I, I think that the next generation will be like, it, I don't know, I don't think they will be emotionally crippled i think it, it'll be the opposite i think that they'll I be fragile. emotionally i, I don't think they'll, they'll be i think they'll be emotionally immune i think when no. you grow up in this nation where you know internet trolls look look at look at twitch chat you know cappers and look at barry you know look at look at people look at the <laughs> I mean, younger yeah, generation just... of, of people who are just they're just just they're, they're, they don't give a shit about they 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 couldn't care less. They're not fragile. I don't think they. I think they're the opposite. Of no, fragile. I, I, I think they're they're my more point, my point resistant. Is, but my point to is that what we are. they have an idea of how things should be and are, and they they've have had that reflected back to them so many times that if they oh, run, in, like if they run into problems yeah. or disagreements, it's no longer we can agree to disagree or a debate. It's literally, it's just vicious. Everybody hates each other. And it's just this separating out into these groups. Previously, we were just kind of this large disparate group of people uh, and or dissipated kind of collection of opinions. Everybody could agree to get along more or less. And there wasn't quite the same anger yeah. that everybody's got. So they're fragile in the sense that the moment their view is challenged, this is this is huge. You know, we're losing. It's like it's always become some kind of contest about I think which everyone's opinion always been the is, same. is going to be the right no, one. Everyone's always been the same. You know, no, the government puts... It has, absolutely it has. We all have our echo-chambered beliefs on what what we completely believe in and completely don't believe in. Right, but you know, how if, were they echoed before? What, what, was well, the thought, it, what was the echo chamber previously? It's it's either things like the church, you know, <laughs> you know, if you're going to go, to, if you know, you know how religious people are, and this this is a, like a thing that we should totally avoid talking about because it's it's impossible to get around. But I think what we're going to have is, do you think P 
prefects were going to have like 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 loads of wars and like battles between people of just different like kind of belief systems. No, because the other thing is people are so fucking lazy. Do you know days. what's really right. interesting about all this though? Like wars and religion stuff aside, you know, I don't think now with technology the way it is and society the way it is and and how far we've come in a couple of years or maybe even now quite possibly you're not you're never going to have your house egged ever again because <laughs> people don't go outside anymore yeah. so like the new house egging is going to be getting trolled online yeah that, that's it try Check that one halloween on will be done online all online please pay exactly. me a bunch just, of sweets just deliver me a gigantic bag of of candy because I went I told these websites and <laughs> it'll watched be a digital bunch of candy for free yeah because yeah. no. <laughs> digital candy is a lot healthier yeah because um. even Christmas is getting lazy now like I, I was talking to this woman the other day and she's 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 a bit older she's like you know 65 or something and I was like man it's crazy how soon Christmas comes along eh? it's going to be in like a month or whatever she has like grandkids and stuff she's like oh yeah I'm never ready for it but what I do now is I just go on Amazon and I order the stuff and they wrap it all for them and everything and they deliver it and it's done yeah and I'm like yeah cool <laughs> yeah nice uh, Merry uh, Christmas <laughs> <laughs> I mean you can't fault that like no you, you know, can't uh, but it's do, changing so do, do, do you think everyone's getting lazy or bad that's that's an interesting way to look you know at what? it it's it's so bad though even now it's like oh so like do your kids you know ask for things from Santa's like no no they just have a list they there's a Facebook widget they they can put together what they want with links to Amazon so all I did was went on there and I followed the links and just bought everything they wanted. Uh, all right. <laughs> cool. yeah, it's crazy. But that's the it's thing, because nuts. everything's so, so fucking, fucking easy. lazy. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's also like, easy. Who's going to do hard work? You don't why, even need to know hard? these people that you're buying shit for anymore. Yeah. You know, like back in the day, it was like, okay, I know that fucking Bobby really likes Marvel superheroes. So maybe I can go out and get him like a signed comic or something like that. You actually had to put a little bit of thought into what you were getting because yeah. you would also be faced with these people as well. Right. A yeah. lot of this like Amazon gift buying shit is happening overseas. Like I won't see you on Christmas. I don't give a fuck. Like Amazon could just wrap your shit, give you exactly. <laughs> what you want fucking checkbox check yep. done <laughs> bring, bring on next christmas card to you <laughs> yeah exactly it's like it's crazy lazy now it's nuts. when i when i see a card with that little moon pig logo on i i think less of the person who sent it instantly same here e-cards can fuck off as well if you're sending me an e-card you're you're dead to me like i don't want a fucking email card shove you. your e-card up your E ass. I don't fucking yeah. want your e card. I'm, I'm going to send you. There should be a counter Moonpig website so that if you get a Moonpig card, you can send them a card that just fuck your lazy Moonpig shit. That's all the card yeah. says. Yeah, that's it. And it doesn't get Moonpig delivered. says like sends physical <laughs> cards, right? Not they do, e cards. Yeah, yeah but, yeah. but they're, it's just printed. They're, they're it's a printed trash, inscription. Though, they're, they're, yeah, and they're they're customized as well. So like, you can put somebody's name in print and stuff. I don't like that. Like, I like <laughs> I like cards that were. I you see know, what you're saying. Not customized. You know, you you knew that somebody had to seek out this card and find a really good card. It's like perfectly yeah. printed with like. I a, I 100 agree. Like I've got a load of um, letters from my dad uh, that he sent me when I was, uh, you know, away from like when I went off to university, yeah, yeah. and we yeah. we kind of communicated via letter because yeah. that was just something that because I was I was living in a place that didn't have internet access for for a while, and then another time I was doing some other stuff. Anyway, and. I've still got those and they're actually really 
amazingly nice things to have. <laughs> yeah. Um, in a, a weird way. And if they were emails, I would have. I would have. What? I would have printed them out. I mean, I would have no. done what? Like, ugh, you would have archived them and yeah. never looked at them again. But, but you've it's got not this the physical same. thing that somebody sat down. The only thing with letters sometimes you have to be careful of is that they're like a therapy tool, right? Sometimes people will like pour out in a letter and it's like, okay, just send me a letter. Tell me how the fucking dog is and stuff. And that's it. Like, I don't. <laughs> Here's the thing about writing a letter. I don't want to okay? hear about this, your big girth and. and people, people, <laughs> when you write a letter, you can't just delete, like backspace it out and you can't adjust it and edit it as you go to, no. to be this, this thing that's filtered through your mind. You have to kind of, you have to sit there and think, what do I want to say? How am I going to say this yeah. in one go? And then you do it, and it's 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 strangely. I guess in in a way, it doesn't always encompass exactly what you wanted to say, um, but it is a certainly a more small natural stream of consciousness. I don't know. I they think it's always just such seem a super dramatic thing. too. It's got a voice. Like to letters it, always seem really dramatic because you can start them anyway, right? You can be like, "Son, comma, <laughs> <laughs> I miss you dearly. Me and your mother, son. I have something to say to you. I would normally never have told you this, but son, I've never loved your mother." The woman uh, is a bitch. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I have a and small then, dick. And that's where the letter gets dick. awkward, right? Because all I of a sudden it's like... I fell in love with a man I've named fallen in love Tony. With, <laughs> with Tony. He's the Please janitor of my office. Please see photo of Tony. <laughs> <laughs> this no, is me and janitor Tony kissing. <laughs> uh, but letters are like that though sometimes, right? Because they are dramatic. And it's like... People have to go out of their way to sit down and think about things to write and stuff. And that's when the emotional outpouring comes. Yeah. And sometimes you have to be very careful of opening a letter. I'm Do you just know what saying. I found uh, a couple of years ago um, at Mrs. F's, like her, her house, like her parents' house, was a bunch of the letters that we had sent between each other when we were about 18 or 19. So this was like oh. really early in our relationship, sort of love letters, I guess, but also... Because when we were at university together, we were at the same university for the first two years. Like we both left Dorset and both went to the same university, um, you know, as a couple. Um, we lived together for the first two years. And then I had to go to London to do my industrial placement year. And she stayed on and finished her third year. And then I had to go back and do my fourth year. And she started work. So we were apart for like two years. I mean, we'd see each other in all the holidays and stuff like that. But this was obviously pre-internet. So there was no Skype. There was no... Yeah. There was, we never you couldn't like, like text yeah. each other throughout exactly. the day. And There's, I mean, stuff. I didn't yeah, have a mobile phone time. until no. like 2000, I think, maybe late 99, early 2000. And the messages on them were fucking awful. Like you had to send. Yeah, yeah. It it, was, there was no shit. culture for texting like that either. No. You just didn't do it. Back and then. typing them, there was no keyboard. So you had to press the, the one three times to get an A. Yeah, yeah. And it Man, was, people got really fast at that though. Like, God, didn't I remember. They? My wife had a phone like that, and she'd I, I'd look over, I'd hear like tap 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 tap. Like, what the fuck? I'd look over, and she'd just be like, bleh, like just like bashing out this text message. On, with it's like, like when people hold their phone like it's with both their thumbs. They're typing with two thumbs, like that on yeah, a, on, a, on their. I can't do that shit. I'm like one hand, and I'm like very deliberately one, one finger, tapping well, yeah. one you big don't sausage need finger to as well anymore because it's a fucking lost skill like it's completely in, in pointless is? now yeah that the skill of being able to touch three 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 times no, no, to get no, to a but like it, or take a smartphone and you yeah, know when you see people like a, typing a little... on the keyboard and i see them holding it so that 
they're two thumbs. So they're like, it's like yeah, a left okay. hand and a right hand. My right? thumbs oh, are too big. You were talking about right. when no, no, you no. had to have a phone with the, which only had a number pad, but it had like ABC yeah, on yeah. one. Yeah, I mean, that was one thing. But D-E-F now, like, two. I do see people texting. That is a lost art. Yeah, that is a lost art. You're right. I don't even know if it was an art to begin with, it to be honest, an art. though. Let's be it honest. Was like, it was like it was like those carnies, you know, sure, when, they're, it was an when art. they're you know, like they 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 work the ride so often, the spinning teacups, they can like dance in between them oh. and it looks oh, like they're I about see. to kill themselves, but they're never going to the, because the, they're, the that's all they ballet. do all day. The carny ballet. But that's not an art though, is it? Like that's just sad. I think it's a nice thing. It looks it doesn't just uh, doesn't have to be hanging in a gallery for it to be art. It doesn't need to be dancing in between teacups at breakneck speeds either to be art. No. I think because of what it represents, which is this person has seen the teacup ride so many thousands of times. This person literally has nothing else in their life that yeah. this is all they're good at. Their so brain the love is letters, hardwired to dodge teacups at high speed yeah. and move with apparent grace, but it's actually quite a sad story about how they got there. I think that's what yeah, makes not unhealthily it. sweaty. <laughs> either in the process and just <laughs> generally looking like some sort of degenerate. Are, 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 so are we all going to have bursts of tears when you start telling us about these love letters? Have you got any excerpts that, were, that are PG or are they all um, like full James Joyce? Like, you know, I feel like, I can't wait to ram you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe. Uh, okay. How about we see. try fisting next you, time? I bet you your let's, ones let's are all fist about... fist over Christmas. No, I bet you... <laughs> let's I bet you people... Oh my god. Let, let me go get them because I know where they are and I'll see if I can oh find god. one that's appropriate. I'll be back. Merry Christmas, baby. I think, I think they're all going to be, all of Pflax's ones are going to be, you know, just like about football. Like, yeah, love, I went to see the football. It was. Uh, Timmy, uh, Timmy, Timmy Mason was up, Timmy up front. Timmy Mason. He uh, scored a hat trick. Oh, it was beautiful, love. If only you'd be there to see it with me. Uh, <laughs> uh, of course, we played our uh, young Green Greenham in defence. Oh, he wasn't very good. Uh, didn't didn't think much of that. You know, because yeah. <laughs> I think that's kind of they how love, people they love that in football, eh? When it's a a young lad, he's just starting. He's sixteen years old. Oh, full of potential. God, got his first goal. Oh, god, the whole crowd was so proud of him. But his well, dad, like dad, sorry, not dad, so much. Something. Dad wanted him to become a bean counter, but uh, you know, football. He was true so calling. Yeah, the <laughs> the feet, the grass calls to him. He was born. <laughs> to put on those boots and man, sports are dramatic too, aren't they? Drive They're the always studs. like that. Yeah, like especially in in England, I find that they make sports seem so dramatic. Like it, in North America, they're dramatic enough. But there's always just like a like the story is always somebody's really good at sports. They get a scholarship. They go to a good college or university um to learn something that they'll never do anything with because they're so fucking good at sports. And then they enter into like the major leagues or whatever and they dominate for a couple of years and they get older and they retire and then you see them on TV all the time like Charles Barkley doing like Old Spice commercials and stuff. Yeah. And it's not like super dramatic but like, I don't know, I find in England with like football and stuff it's like the pitch was calling to him and stuff and it's like, fuck off. Like This guy's gonna fucking play football for like three years and then he's gonna get really shitty arthritis in his knees or whatever and he's gonna retire as like a multi-millionaire and that's it. Like, the pitch calling. Go fucking 
somewhere with that. Nobody cares I, about that. I don't know. I think a lot of them are like, a lot of the footballers are just not, the, the, you're talking about the ones who are at the right at the top, you know, but yeah. a lot of them are just kind of just, you know, <laughs> not they're, the they're only able to do it. Yeah. For a couple of years, and sometimes they play for Leyland Orient, you know, midfielder for a while. You know, it, it, some they make a bit of money, but then they have to get though, a real too. job after that. You know, not not everyone's going to be Gary Lineker and have a no. BBC presented job. That's Man, true. I wonder what P Flex is doing. I think I think do you know what's happened. I think he's gone out of his. Um, he's writing room. them manually now. I can't find no, them. No. <laughs> I'm going to be so embarrassed. <laughs> Oh shit! I'm gonna have to retrospectively write oh, a love letter God, to my. None of these are about fisting at all. Oh shit! What? When would we have sent these? Was it like late, late, late nineties? Oh shit! What was what was happening in the maybe late 90s? he's just like looking at them, thinking, "Oh my God, these are so embarrassing." No, but I think what's happened is he's gone out of his room, no. and because this is this is what no, happens. Oh shit! You're back. He's back. <laughs> you got out of your room, and there's someone's accosted you immediately, right in the hallway. It's like there's a kid there. It's like, "Oh, have you finished recording? Can we play this now?" Like. I could. I swear that's what happened, right? No, that's is someone not, else. No, in there. Alone, man. Here, yeah. Oh, this is normally. Um, this is normally. Oh, dad. these are completely inappropriate. This is normally time for you to draw the curtains. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, give me, give me ten minutes, lads. <laughs> I just nice. need to draw the curtains. Yeah, I think. I think oh, these good. might be too personal to read, honestly. Well, I was going to yeah, say, I, they, like, I wouldn't want to read mine. I have a cup. We have some of those too. I, I wouldn't want to read them. You don't have to, people. I'm not expecting you to. I was yeah. just sort of because. Uh, it does. It does give us a snapshot of 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 nineties um, life. I guess the thing I said to Sips was nineties <laughs> life. Is it is it something where because they were kind of they weren't special back then. They was just normal. Okay, yeah. it was just the way you communicated. So you just shared yeah. mundanities. You just talked about what was going on and the weather and just the stuff like like the kind of small talk. It wasn't you. You weren't imparting some great. Did, you know, wonderful. No. You, weren't, you weren't you weren't writing poetry, and you weren't writing you know anything that was groundbreaking or, or some sort of secret. You know, but nowadays we associate letters with kind of you know something that maybe your your gran includes in in a Christmas card. You know, to someone that she's not seen for a while. You know, an auntie or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, everything's going well over here. But someone who doesn't use the internet. You know. No. Well, old so, people like from that um, era as well are are petrified of like the phone too, right? Like my grandma, for example, she's like in her nineties. When I talk to her on the phone, long distance, she is just like stressed to fuck about it, thinking that she's going to get hello? a big bill or whatever. So she's like, "Hello, hi, grandma, how are you? Fine, dear, how are you? Yeah, I'm good." Okay, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Grandma. That's it. That's that's it. Because she's like, back then, you know, you could go bankrupt with long distance bills, but nowadays it's not. They're not. They're not bad. You know, we're so connected worldwide now. It's it's not a problem. But um, I, well, I, she, maybe she's she just she's not she's not hip with that. You know, she's not up to up to speed. She still thinks that. She's got to be careful with a long distance call, you know. They are this, handling this is, the uh, This is a pretty phone. good one. And this does kind Go of on. give you a snapshot of 90s life. I'll just read a couple okay. of a couple of excerpts. So has it got a date on it, first of all? Uh, this is 3rd of November 1998. So this okay. is nearly wow. 20 years old, this letter. Yo, you actually dated and timestamped like your, your letters? That's cool. Yeah, of course you got to write on them. You got that. to date. Of course you have. I never did. So this is about three years after we met this letter. So I'm in my third year at university and she is back in Dorset. Uh, so the sorry, no, is, I'm in my is, fourth year. I've started my fourth, my final year, and she's right. back in Dorset, and she's living. The internet is definitely a thing. I mean, I'm playing like, but but it's not. 
a very you have to dial up to it you know it's like yeah, yeah. i mean it, we, we had it at a... university and but none of us had it in the house like um at the house in any of the four years i was at university at no point did anybody have the internet in the in the house right but it was still it was brand new and it seemed like it was going to be kind of exciting but at the same time i thought ah, this is never going to catch I, up I, I had a nintendo and i was playing you know zelda and banjo kazooie and stuff i think in about yeah. 1998 that's what i was yeah, doing that's, that, i think yeah. that's I was, when the, so the ps1 yeah. is out the um nintendo 64 is out the n64 is out actually i think i think by 98 i think ps2 is out maybe yeah maybe actually i think ps1 we used to hire one from blockbusters in 1995 96 in that year when we were at university and we would go to blockbusters you had to put down a 50 pound deposit which was crazy money for a student and then we'd hire it over the weekend and we'd play games all weekend on the on the ps1 sorry i lied ps2 didn't come out until 2000 march 4th 2000 so this was still ps1 n64 and i guess dreamcast maybe would have been the dreamcast would have probably been it wasn't really big in the no, UK no, it wasn't. North but America, I mean, it, was I think it? it was out. Yeah, it came out in Japan in '98, and then it came out in North America in '99. Okay, and so just in September '99, North America, and October '99 in Europe. You know, I, I like the way we 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 date our history based on what consoles were around at the time and what we were playing. '98, <laughs> yeah. Now that was uh, Super Nintendo was on the on the wane. PS One, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, N64, Nintendo 64 definitely. was 96. Yeah. So I was 16 when it came out. Wow. So I was. It's yeah. sort of, it, it does anchor you in, in time, though, because mm. you think, okay, yeah, this is what I was doing at that time. You know, I remember when I was about, you know, when I went, when I first went to school, you know, the school computer room was this weird place yeah. of like, it was, it didn't, certainly didn't have any internet connectivity. The computers were massive, massive. and weird, and you had to log in on like kind of the, all the, because all the monitors were huge. It was that, that era of every monitor was huge, and it was, it was a strange time. Anyway, big monitors and bigger women. So this is, a, this is a snapshot of the last of the letters, really, because mm. after this, it did become mobile, mobile phones were a big thing, yeah. and then people said emails, and then that, it just stopped. Yeah. yeah. So this is the, yeah. So, so this you, is like, you were this the is, last of the letter centers. Yeah, but this may yeah, have been the last letter ever This is the last one that was <laughs> hand delivered by uh, Kevin Costner himself. Yeah. As the, Thrust as it the, into yeah. a young child's hand. That's um, right. So here, there's a little bit of kerfuffle before. And then she says, at the moment, I'm sitting in your living room in Westbourne. This is where my mum lived because I have an interview. I was supposed to walk the dogs with your mum. But she had obviously forgotten that I was coming as she is out with the dogs now. Now, that wouldn't happen now because you'd call them on their mobile and say, where are you? Oh, I just left them at the end of the road. So Mrs. F goes to my mum's house. My mum's just left with the dogs. That's it. There's no solution to this. How did she let herself in? Yeah. Luckily, was the, was I the called door open? your sister before she left for work. So my sister was home. She bumped into her and she let her in. She says, and uh, my sister was having boyfriend troubles at the time. Anyway, uh, I've had a cuddle with the cat and now I'm going to read my novel. Um, oh, sorry. Novell Network Manuals. So this is this was before her first job. So she graduated university in that. So before that summer. So now she'd moved back to Bournemouth. I'd spend the summer <clears throat> in Bournemouth with her. And now I've gone back to university and she's trying to get a job in Bournemouth post as a postgrad. So this was her studying for, for, for her first ever job. Novell Network Novel Manual. Novell Network Manuals, yeah. Because then she went to Novel work at a Networks. Company. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember that. I don't, are they, it, does that still exist? Are they like done? I have no idea. Do. Was it? 
I can't remember what it was. Did they make a browser or something? I can't remember. I mean, I think they did a lot of server stuff. So because I, yeah, I think it it's like s- like Cisco did the same stuff. Like you, you don't have a Cisco PC in your house, probably. But you, if you work in a large server room, then you'll know like Cisco and all, all those and Sun Microsystems and all these companies. So they're sort of the B two B end of computing. It was a I network think. operating system developed by Novell. There you go. Uh, it initially used cooperative multitasking to run various services on a personal computer using the IPX network protocol. Thanks, Wikipedia. The original network product in 1983 supported clients running both CP M and MS DOS. Ran over a proprietary Star network topology and was based on a Novell built file server using the Motorola 68000 processor. What a time to be alive it was. <laughs> Please what a time. Holy Stop. crap. <laughs> Shit. And then she says, I hope you've been making the most of the gym today. I wish I had access to a gym. And once I've got a job, I won't have the time either. What gym? Oh, I think gym. in the you final were... year, my friends and I decided we oh, were going to become massive. And we started, there was, there was <laughs> that's a gym like a, That's a typical thing to do in yeah. school, isn't it? It's like, yeah. what are we going to do now? Let's get we fucking get, huge. Let's, let's get, let's do drugs or let's fucking drink a lot or let's get huge. That, those are like I love the this things. is from the, both angles, right? So that what she, this is her way of saying. Get to man, the I'm, fucking I, gym. No, this is way of her saying, man, I'm thinking about your your sexy beefcake body. Right? What, that's what, what she's saying. What could be a sexy beefcake what body? She's be, about yeah. to draw the curtains and think about old uh, Ted. <laughs> but buff Ted. She's oh, thinking, man. oh, look at him. Oh, I don't just think thinking women about him do it like that, though. Gym. I think they have, they like candles and sit in the bath and think about it. Like a guy will draw the curtains and just start wailing away. But like women are different. They the moment has to be just right. I think they yeah. just fucking do it all the time. Wouldn't you? There's no evidence. No I one would, can really tell in, you're doing in, it. In my current mindset, I would, <laughs> well. I would. If I was, I would. But I don't know if I was actually like. If I was born uh, a woman and I had the same sort of like. Um, if you I know, had boobs, I'd be playing with them all the time. I say that yeah. now as a guy. Yeah, I would play with my own boobs all the time. But like, if I'd always had them, maybe I wouldn't. You know, what I've I'm always saying? had a dick, and I fucking won't leave it alone. Yeah, I know. But like, yeah, I I'm guess. touching myself right now, guys. Let me just draw the next. Keep it in your pants for now. <laughs> oh my! I, I'm just the curtains I'm aren't just, drawn. Someone's gonna see you. Oh, I'm no. not even in a sexy way. I'm just fiddling with my balls. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> that happens yeah. a lot. I'm wearing track pants. It's so easy. I can't stop. All right, gentlemen. So this letter, oh man, it's a nice snapshot. So you're obviously, I like how it reminds you of stuff that you thought you'd do at university as well. But it also, it's like, you know, two distant lovers. Man, yeah, it's, it's sweet. It's nice. It's really sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's weird how it kind of paints a whole picture though, right? Yeah. That from that letter, you know, we've, we've got this whole picture of, of where, because you have to say where you, it's weird, that's the thing that you did when you sent a letter. You said where you are, what you're doing right now. It's a snapshot. You don't really get that with emails, do you? You don't, people don't say, I'm sitting in my living room on my computer. You know, it's almost obvious. Whereas when you're writing a letter, sometimes you'd be doing it in the study, you might be doing it in the garden, you might be doing it anywhere, you know? True. People don't preface a, a te- an email from their phone saying, I'm uh, currently, you know, whatever, you know, wherever the fuck they are. Well, sometimes they do. I guess if they're writing an email well, no, from the top you of can Everest, they do would. Like, um, you can just do Geo- that. Geolocation. That's on it. right. Yeah. yeah. So you don't even need to tell people because most people are snooping on you anyway. Where was this text message sent from? Oh, <gasps> no. From Bill's bedroom? <laughs> that bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> she said she was in town buying some carrots. What a <laughs> bitch. It was a 
bitch. There's, a, there's also oh, a, letter God for a letter from my mum. This, is, this isn't that old. This goes to show that my mum still sends letters, and she sent it on a tiny scrap of paper, barely A6-sized, and it, she's just included it with some photos. I don't know why she sent me physical hard copy photos. This is only about eight years ago. And it says, hope you like the enclosed. I have no idea why there is Japanese writing on them. I must have pressed something on the camera. So there's these old these pictures of me and the, the babies and stuff and there's in the corner just all this Korean writing it's not Japanese it's Korean so right. she's just fucking presently but it looks it's so weird that there's this picture with this Japanese writing and my mum must have dumped something with her phone that's funny that's nice. amazing it must be the date format or something, <laughs> something. Just, yeah God. that's crazy I love it Oh, that's such a such a classic. Because I guess that's that's a sort of Korean camera that she bought yeah. somewhere and it's some or got for Christmas says, or whatever. Please overlay Korean writing on. And all it's my like pictures. you sitting there with your bald head, like having a, in a nappy, <laughs> yeah. like with your thumb in your mouth, playing with your dick. No, I don't this know. is from the eight years ago. I wasn't a baby eight years ago. This is me oh. holding a baby eight years ago. My baby. I just assumed that mums always sent no, pictures no, no. of stuff like that. No, to once people. you have my, babies, mums don't give a shit about your baby pictures. They want to see baby pictures of their grandchildren. Like you, you've been relegated now. Grandchildren are all it is. That's it. Right. I see. So something, something in their mind switches. It's like, yeah. okay, now this is the this is the important person to bring well, up. I, yeah. I, well, I've been, I was thinking, right? Like my kids and. Sips is in the same boat. My, the, our kids fucking love us right now, right? They think we're, the, think we're the best. I'm in, I am in a boat, right? We are both in the boat. He's in a love boat. Ah, our kids love us. But swan boat. Think yeah. about this. How often do you run to your parents now and go, Daddy, Daddy, or Mommy, Mommy, oh, you're the best, and give them a massive hug compared to when you were a kid? You don't, because you're a grown-up. You're Literally like, oh, never. Hi, yeah. Mom. Hi, Daddy. All right. You know, it's, yeah. and it's completely different. So they, it's like having your heart broken when your kids grow up. Like, I really think it must be like that, where you stop having that affection and it, it's tragic. So when they I have grandchildren, it completely reinvigorates it. The grandchildren love them just the way and it reminds them it takes them all all the way back to when they had kids. So I, I kind yeah. of think it's it's a massive piece of nostalgia oh, for man. grandparents. I've got to go and hug my mum and give her a yeah. kiss. Yeah, some people, some people are closer to their parents than others. Like, I'm it's not... True. I'm not super close to my parents, but like my wife is really close to her parents. Like she like like they're always like hugging and stuff and and it's nice actually. But like my parents live super far away. I barely ever see them and stuff. I mean, you'd have to so portage like, to get to them. So. I'd have to portage a long ass <laughs> way just to give my mom a hug. I would hug and, you, but I've been portage for two weeks to yeah, get here. My shoulders are killing me, mom. Just leave. Me. I need some rest. Need to lay Did down. you get the letter we sent? We sent it on the portage post, man. <laughs> uh, we we were kind. Of, we were a bit concerned uh, that we. Dad sent the letter and actually thought maybe you shouldn't read it because it was he was being really derogatory towards me. We just had a fight and it was an emotional outpour in the letter. Did, did you read it? He was calling me floppy. <laughs> <laughs> That's his nickname for me and it's really not a not a flattering one. Oh, I don't know if he's referring to my breasts or the weird skin flaps underneath my arms because I'm old. <laughs> uh, oh, oh man! Jeez, anyway. little little Biff, little, little Biff. Biff's hope little Biff's doing well. Your brothers Biff and Chip are doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom floppy is too. <laughs> Biff and Chip. Oh, for fuck's sake! Hey, another oh. thing I want to just add quickly uh, before hopefully a bodega. 
you know, on the topic of things being easy and kids having it easy and stuff like that. And the expectation is now that things will just work, right? Like yeah. everything, you know, everything has been refined so much now that it's, you know, this thing still kind of break or whatever, but you don't have... It was rampant, right, in the 80s. Yeah. Nothing, nothing fucking worked, okay? You'd buy, like, a, a food processor or something. It wouldn't work. It would just sit there and gather dust. Like, nobody cared about it. Nobody would ever want to fucking figure out how to do it. It just looked cool, and you got it for somebody as as a present or whatever, and it never fucking worked. You know, like, Soda Stream never fucking worked. The ice cream factory that you got when you were a kid never worked. You know what I mean? Like nothing, nothing fucking ever worked. Like your expectations were so low of shit in the in the eighties and the nineties. Like yeah. it, nobody cared. Yeah. But now it's like everything has to work. Everything is online all the time. No, no problems. There's a tech support guy you can phone twenty four seven, and he's gonna, you know, everything's gonna work for you. It's 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 really weird, isn't it? Like how how things have changed in like yeah. In like twenty years, I guess. And it all like the this shit auto patches. Like oh, it, you yeah. can send stuff, but you can get refunds of stuff way more easily online. You can just send it back, and it's it it does seem a lot a lot easier in the yeah in the past. Shit was broken all the fucking yeah. time, and and and, and it was accepted that it was just broken, and nobody really cared. No you one know, cared. Like, we lived in a broken, broken world. It was a broken yeah, yeah. world. And everything yeah, was closed. Know. Shit was closed all the fucking time. Nowadays, everything's time. open. You'd turn up, you'd be like, I need to get something. You go to the store. It's, clo it's, it's closed. closed down? Yeah. What? It's closed. When? Yeah. It's just gone. That actually did happen a lot. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that was just the ravages of time, though. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> that, that was like, oh, it was 10 years since I visited this shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit. So do we have a bodega? Bodega Ocho. Oh, we do. See? Ocho. Yeah, we do. I like that. Yeah. Are you ready? What's 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 nine for nien nientes nino nueno nino so translate from English right there is a I just looked up bodega t-shirt you actually have to type in bodega t-shirt yogscast because otherwise you get loads of Others, yeah, like there's a Bodega Bay place. Apparently, that's a big place. Get I don't it. know. I love it. I'm I'm very very happy with it, and I'm not just. Wait, saying. Where, where cool. did this? Where did the shirt plug come from? It's Lewis, isn't it? Oh, right. I feel like I feel like we we need to. I feel like we're not earning enough money. needs to get paid from this podcast somehow. <laughs> I, guess not, I feel like I want the cheddar to roll in at an alarming rate. So, and if that's you want to just send it. us cash money, please do that. That's fine. Just send Hell it yeah, in an envelope bullion, all crinkled up. Fucking put your shopping list on. Five kids and like your cousins and brothers and grands and everything. And, I, you know, it's a mess. I need help, folks. I need help. Everyone's begging for cash, you know. <laughs> Have to stop writing letters to people because they can't afford the phone. Oh, dear. Yeah. Your dear mum floppy. She hasn't had heat for a year. <laughs> <laughs> you desperately need some money. Biff Turn that heat nothing. back on. They have nothing. <laughs> Biff, Biff has Chip a starving. Chip has a mop. That That's is it. all. <laughs> now, now read it. It's be a test tomorrow. Okay. Oh. Let's go. Part ocho. When Bodega got really upset, there were three likely outcomes. Option one. Go blow up the nearest big thing. Could be a pirate base, could be a veterans hospital. Didn't matter. Something is getting vaporized. 
Generally speaking, he went after baddies, like a veterans hospital for soldiers that had become veterans by slaughtering innocent people. Imagine a retirement home for space Nazis. It's still a veterans hospital, and it's still full of the shuffling elderly, but come on, flav those guys. Option two, get blind drunk and crash his ship into something large, then hop out, argue about quantum insurance with whichever moron confronted him, and then blow the whole place up. Option three, sit on a rock. Bodega was sat on a rock. The universe breathed a collective sigh of relief. The rock-sitting option was the one reserved for when Bodega wasn't just upset in a regular way, but in a really baffling, how the flav did that happen way, for when he needed time to get his head around the problem. This rock was on a tiny planetoid called Mu, in the mostly uncharted BV332 Delta system. Bodega liked this spot because the view was so insane it took his mind off his troubles. And it also had a really bizarre atmosphere that was alcoholic, around 6% proof. You could just sit here and breathe and get nicely loaded and check out the overhead vista of four galaxies colliding. The sky on the dark side of BV332 Delta Mu was ablaze with billions of stars battling each other for supremacy and generally exploding or dragging each other's guts all over the darn sky. This was what gravity was designed to do. Pull things to shreds, take the beautiful and render it down to its component atoms. It took the free and the liberated and made them its slave. Bodega could feel the atoms of his own body and hoped that one day soon, someone would spread them around the galaxy so he couldn't feel this pain anymore. It was his brain atoms that were currently giving him the most pain. He toyed with his las gun, running a finger over the muzzle brake at the end of the barrel. Would he even feel it? He tossed the las gun to one side. Life went on. Surely life went on. Even when your gal has partnered up with one of the largest anuses in the known universe. <laughs> Tan flaving Blatchman. First of all, how the scriv had that mongol clogger not died at the Pulsar Sex Pit self-defense massacre? This was Blatchman we're talking about, and he is a canny bastard, but still, that place was leveled fairly convincingly. Bodega was glad Blatchman was alive. It meant he could kill him, and properly this time. By hand, one hand, and by the balls. Killing a man with one hand and applying <laughs> lethal force via the balls only was something uh. Bodega reserved for real, actual bastards like Blatchman. He called the technique God. the way of the exploding plums. It was taught only in the most <laughs> prestigious dojos by the most adept grand masters of hand to groin combat. He'd taken oh out a pattern God. and everything. Every time someone used the way of the exploding plums technique, he got a small royalty payment. It was a nice little earner. <laughs> Just as he was flexing his right hand and grinning in anticipation of feeling Tan Blatchman's naked scrotum nestled in his palm, two things occurred to him. Firstly, that was the single most homoerotic thought Bodega had ever had. And secondly, that it might really upset Majesta if he were to do this. These were followed by a third quick follow-up thought, which was, Flav that bitch. He couldn't bring himself to hurt her directly, but Flav her and Flav that mewling Blatchmanite she called a child. Hey, mister, something wrong? Asked a small voice to his left. Bodega turned slowly to see a small pink creature shaped and if this wasn't proof of a crazy god at the heart of all things, then nothing was like a dildo. It was a, it was a dildonian. A people, a, a people shunned through necessity by... A dildonian! A people shunned through necessity by all vagina-having life forms. The, dil oh the Dildonians God. were one of the few races denied any kind of place in the Universal Accord. No seat at a high table, no presence on any council. They were one of the forgotten peoples, and it had to Man. be that way, for their own protection. For one thing, 
What kind of sex slaves would people turn him into? And what kind of conversation would any vagina-having species be able to carry on with a talking dildo? Howdy, pard. Not seen one of you little fellers in a while, side bodega. Heh, <laughs> 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 nothing new there. I spend most of my time hanging out around here in my tiny hermit cave. You know how it is, of course. Apparently, we really, really resemble something called a dildo to most people in the universe, rambled the creature. And stranger still, we even call ourselves dildonians. Yep, probably one of them infinite universe things, said Bodega, rubbing his stubble. You thinking of trying the hermit business? chirped the dildonian. It ain't a fun one, but it's kind of satisfying to make it on your own. I think on my own is something I'm going to be for the foreseeable, said Bodega, squinting at the horizon. But I ain't the hermit kind. Too restless. The small creature looked sheepish, or as sheepish as a 12-inch erect phallus cat. (laughs) 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 Fucking dildo. (laughs) It, it, It cleared its throat. Do you? Do you have a vagina? It asked. No, friend. I'm one of them dick havers, smiled Bodega. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go back to my cave. (laughs) That's going to be my icebreaker. Do do you have a vagina? (laughs) Nice chatting to you. Good luck, said the Dildonian. Bodega touched the brim of his hat and nodded once. Scriv, things could be worse. He turned his head up once more to the cluster flav of stars in the slow death churn and took a good hard tug on his mega vape. He wasn't going to take revenge on Majesta. He would kill Blatchman if the opportunity arose, but if he chased him down and killed him, it'd be no better than smashing galaxies together. All that would be left would be a colossal black hole. Bodega settled on something else. He decided right then that he was going to start a small business. <laughs> the end. <laughs> okay. Nice. Oh man, that I can't legit, wait to find out what that is. That cameo <laughs> from that guy. Oh my god, that was just amazing. Loved it. Fucking. Can we Dildonians. get a Dildonian T-shirt? Do you think? Probably I, not. I think on the Dildonian T-shirt, it should be um, a picture of a Dildonian looking very happy, and then with the speech bubble that says, "Do you have a vagina?" <laughs> <laughs> that should be the new thing rather than I have a small dick. It should be Do you have a do vagina? Do you have a vagina? It, it has to be a bit sheepish though. You have to be Do 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 you have a vagina? <laughs> yeah, I like that. Oh, I like that man. a lot. Okay. We're gonna go. Thanks for listening to the Travels Podcast this week, everybody. We'll see you next week. Cheers, you all. Bye. Bye. Bye.